It is Friday. Welcome to 5 on 5 in 5. It is November 3rd. A lot to get to today. A lot of news happening. A lot of news happening through the weekend, which we are excited that it is the weekend, Kelly. So excited. Uh, Yeah, it's been a long week, it feels like. At least news-wise, it feels like it's been a long week. So let's get to the forecast, which is lining up perfectly to enjoy everything this weekend. Uh, Tonight, overnight, or I'm sorry, today and overnight, pretty comfortable. We're getting up to 58, which should be really, really nice for most people. Um, Chance of a shower moving through, but nothing that's going to ruin your day, ruin your plans. It'll be a passing shower, and then we get to continue on with the rest of our weekend. Overnight, 45, so way above freezing, which is awesome, especially after the last couple of mornings. And warming up to 60 tomorrow, um, getting even warmer on Sunday. So let's enjoy that. Monday, we get... Close to 70, if not 70, and then the wheels come off again. But we will cross that bridge when we come to it. Yes, right in time for Election Day. But let's enjoy the weekend while we can, and let's get to our headlines, the rules. Five stories on Channel 5 in five minutes. Our first story, unfortunately, was some breaking news around 7 o'clock for us because around 6 a.m., we got reports that a rumpke truck, a rumpke garbage truck, uh, actually was involved in an accident with a bicyclist. Dozens of officers uh, arrived on the scene, of course, at Bishop Avenue and Dixie Highway. This is happening up in Hamilton. We did see the Butler County coroner on the scene in the last couple of hours, or Daniel Dindek was up there giving us uh, the details of what she saw, but um, just a really awful situation. More details will come out as far as what happened. Um, was it was just a matter of the dump truck or the garbage truck couldn't see this person We'll find out, but unfortunately, uh, not looking good for uh, that situation up there in Hamilton. Up next, we unfortunately had some uh, overnight violence in a popular area up over the Rhine. Yeah, popular, especially too on a Thursday night. Um, I think a lot of the college crowd ends up down there, the uh, young folks who can go out on a Thursday night down at Clutch OTR. So um, this is... Vine Street near Central Parkway, Cincinnati police say a man was shot there, ran to Race Street, and then from there he was taken to the hospital. So uh, multiple bullet holes can be seen in the front door of Clutch OTR, so kind of TBD on if they would be open later this evening or um, if there will be a full cleanup and they'll need to close for the night. The outdoor area was also taped off. Police tell us the man was shot in the doorway before he took off running and he is expected to recover. They say they did also take one person into custody but not clear if that person is considered a suspect. So if you were down there again, you know, for the adult over you know, 30 crowd, maybe that's not somewhere you are very often at night, but there is always a lot of crowd there on a Thursday night for the younger folks. So um, scary situation there. And if you have any information, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers. Our next story, street takeovers. We're talking about these situations where somebody will block traffic and then everybody else will come and basically do donuts for everybody's entertainment. Well, somebody's been arrested who was involved in all of this. It's the first arrest made uh, for this reckless driving and it's really becoming a, a troubling trend when you're just trying to drive down the road and then somebody blocks you to have some fun in the street. But 19-year-old Philip Allwell, he was arrested, charged with inducing panic. He has a bond of about $1,000. But uh, Police Chief Terry Thiege with Cincinnati Police, she says um, they're going to have a, a bigger crackdown using some technology to find out who these people are. I'm guessing it's a situation where they'll be watching for license plates at intersections and uh, try to bring these people to justice or at the very least get them to stop doing it. 
Yeah, I think people think it's like Fast and the Furious, and you're like, yeah, sure, that's a closed movie set. Um, it's not real. It's not real. Uh, <laughs> then people are driving down these roads that then get blocked off, and this happens. So if you happen to be a random person driving on a very busy street, or and in then the Lytle Tunnel, or the Lytle yeah. Tunnel, yeah, I mean, you're stopping traffic. It's chaotic, um, and it's really dangerous. I mean, the Lytle Tunnel, you got tractor trailers plowing through there at all hours of the day. Um, so yeah, it's dangerous situation. That's why. They're calling attention to it, and they're trying to make sure that we know that they are making those adjustments. Absolutely. All right, our next story, this is one we've been following since it was introduced about a year ago. We're talking about the 988 hotline, people who are going through some kind of a crisis. They can call, get the help they need. They can text. They can get the help they need. I think they have a video chat service as well. But unfortunately, state lawmakers are saying that they're running out of money. Not what you want to hear for such a critical lifeline. Not at all. And this is something that's supposed to help people at their lowest point when they need that help could be the situation of life or death. So it's been more than a year since the 988 line launched, uh, but the funding is already running low. So lawmakers are proposing a House bill that would add 10 cents to your monthly phone bill. The bill is awaiting approval in the House. Mental health advocates say the need to continue this hotline is critical, and according to the Ohio Mental Health and Addiction Services, every month over 3,000 texts and chats are sent to 988. So you, there's a need there. We see that. Um, and making sure the right people are there to staff it and make it a thing needs to happen. How they find that funding, obviously, is the big conversation now. Yeah, it would amount to $1.20 per year to your cell phone bill. Everybody's in different financial situations, of course, but you'd think 10 cents a month wouldn't be too much to give over in case somebody you know might need to uh, access this uh, uh, life-saving um, critical tool. And uh, speaking of life-saving, WLWT, we've been doing Operation Save a Life all week, looking for donations to help people who may not be able to afford CPR training to get that training. So if uh, somebody has a cardiac event around them, they'd be willing to help. Kelly, you were down at PACOR. You were down there with Meredith. and We've been talking about it all week long. Charlie did an incredible story about DeMar Hamlin and the people who helped him uh, last night. Make sure you go check that out on WLWT.com. Please. It's three minutes and 30 seconds. I watched it the first thing I did this morning and almost was in tears. Just you hear these people who it is their job, but they're obviously passionate about their job. They care about their job. They care about people and hearing how that whole thing unfolded and what a mon like monumental moment it was for them um, truly I think makes you feel lucky that we have these people in our community um, and Operation Save a Life you know we're not trying to train people to become EMTs or heart surgeons like the people we spoke <laughs> with but um, those seconds and minutes are so vital and we saw that that night you know he was in a somewhat perfect scenario having the right people on hand that's not always the case so if you're at church or at the grocery store you're I don't know at a restaurant and something happens to someone the more people in the room who potentially have CPR training or know how to operate an AED the likelihood of that person surviving increases dramatically so um, yes Operation Save a Life we are partnered with the Red Cross raising money to help give funds to our local Red Cross in an effort to train more people because these trainings do cost money and that way there's not a financial barrier for people who want the training and can't get it. Um, really important cause. I know it's kind of a lot to follow, but I think it's a really important deal um, and hopefully something that we can continue on for years to come. Absolutely. So we will have all the details on how to donate on WLWT.com. Only takes a moment to do. And of course, other things happening leading up to kickoff Sunday night when the Buffalo Bills return to Paycor uh, to play your Cincinnati Bengals. So we will see what happens on the field. 
We hope you all have a great weekend. That's Kelly. I'm Stephen. Fletcher will be back Monday. We all know you love him. Uh, but we'll see you on Monday for the next edition of 5 on 5 in 5.